Midlife is the best season of our lives. But often many of us lack fulfillment in some area of our midlife. It doesn't have to be that way. This podcast is a resource for midlifers to discover ways to find fulfillment in whatever area of life you need it. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. Join me on the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast, a journey to make midlife the most fulfilling season of your life. Hello, my midlife friend. This is Bernie Borges, your host of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast, and this is episode 89, a takeaway episode from my conversation with Paul Reitzer on episode 88. Hey, if you're new to the pod, welcome, and these takeaway episodes are shorter than guest episodes, and they drop on Thursday mornings. Each one pertains to the guest interview on the previous episode, and as I like to remind you, it is not a replacement for the entire conversation that I had, so I definitely encourage you to listen to episode 88 to hear that entire conversation that I had with Paul Reitzer. On episode 88, you met Paul Reitzer, who is the founder and CEO of the Marketing Artificial Intelligence Institute, also known as MAII. We discussed the potential of AI and its impact on our midlife careers. He shared his own journey from being inspired by IBM Watson's Jeopardy win in 2011 to exploring AI's capabilities and predicting marketing campaign outcomes, which was in the context of serving his clients at the time when he was running his own marketing agency. Paul highlights the growth of AI in several industries, including logistics, healthcare, customer service, SaaS, which is software as a service, as well as its impact on jobs, emphasizing the need for education and upskilling. He encourages you and I to embrace AI technology to learn how you can use it responsibly and, of course, productively. He also addressed ethical considerations of AI, such as misinformation and fake videos, and the importance of public education on AI. Now, despite the potential risks of AI, Paul is mostly optimistic about AI's global impact, and he shares his educational resources, including a free AI class at his website at MAII, which I'll link up in the show notes. He also shared his weekly podcast, which is titled The Marketing AI Show, but he admits, and I attest to it, that it's a whole lot more about AI than it is about marketing. So even if you're not in the marketing industry and you want to keep learning about AI, definitely a great podcast for you to check out. Now, my primary takeaway from this conversation with Paul is that AI is not going away. In fact, it's accelerating at the quote-unquote speed of sound. That's just a metaphor for really fast. Now, prior to ChatGPT, which came out in November of 2022, we knew that more AI innovation was imminent. All of us had already been using AI without quote-unquote using AI because it's been baked into software that we use like Gmail and Outlook, as well as the recommendations that we get from like Amazon and Netflix, not to mention the algorithms that deliver content into our social media feeds. Here's a quick example. I recently did a quick search on YouTube for a tool that I purchased for a home project. And then 
I started to get more videos suggested to me about this tool as well as related topics, not just this tool. Hey, I'm sure you've had experiences like that as well. Now, we discussed the impact of AI in our careers, and Paul said that 100 million of the 132 million workers in the U.S. are knowledge workers, and that every single knowledge worker will be impacted by AI. But he said he's not suggesting that your job's going to be eliminated by AI, but it can be assisted by AI. So, to ignore AI is, at best, career-limiting, and at worst, hmm, maybe signing your own pink slip. During our conversation, I used a crazy analogy when I said that maybe someday AI will be responsible for performing certain surgeries that today are performed by trained surgeons with many years of education. Now, whether or not I'm right, I can sure see a day in the not-too-distant future where AI provides the intelligence or the quote-unquote predictive ability to guide a surgeon to perform a surgical procedure to get the the optimal outcome that they seek. This is an example of AI assisting a knowledge worker in healthcare. Now, in my world, I know writers who were initially very resistant to using AI to help them write. They take great pride in researching a story, crafting the story, and shaping it with the emotion and the storyline that captures their reader's attention. Now, in some cases, writers are still reluctant to embrace AI to aid their writing. And in other cases, writers are using AI to help them generate ideas or story outlines. But the writer still has what AI doesn't have, and that's emotion. Now, of course, that could change one day. We don't know. My point is probably or hopefully obvious by now, and that is, Are you willing to acknowledge that AI either has already or will impact your work? So my challenge to you, my midlife friend, and you knew this was coming, is this. Be proactive in choosing to use AI and experimenting with AI. If you don't know which tools to use, start with ChatGPT as well as Google Bard. You can Google them. I'll link them up in the show notes as well. Start asking either of these tools. I recommend ChatGPT for now as I publish this in June of 2023. It is stronger at this time, but that could change tomorrow. So start asking questions about things like what's going on in your industry. Each question that you ask is called a prompt. Revise your prompts repeatedly so that you can get a feel for what it can give you, what it can do for you. The point is, experiment, experiment, and experiment some more. Do research in your industry so you can learn how AI is being used by others in your industry or just being discussed in your industry. And stay close to the developments of AI in your industry. If you come across someone that is active with AI in your industry, follow those people. And as Paul suggested, Be proactive to define how AI can be used in your industry or specifically at your company or in your business if you're a business owner. You may have heard it said recently that AI won't replace you, but you might be replaced by someone who knows how to use AI. Now, if you're a business owner, 
I highly recommend that you have conversations with your clients about how you can use AI in your service or product delivery so that you're not blindsided by a very different kind of conversation if you ignore the topic altogether. My point is, just be proactive about AI. There's no guarantee of anything, but no action, in my opinion, is riskier than taking the action to learn about it and keep learning about it because it's not going anywhere. My midlife friend, if you're enjoying the Midlife Fulfill podcast, tell a friend. And if you want to receive a summary of each week's guest episode delivered to your email inbox, subscribe to my weekly newsletter that's sent every Monday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern. My midlife friend, this brings me to the end of this Bernie's Takeaway episode. Remember, this episode is no substitute for the full conversation that I had with Paul Ratzer on episode 88. So go back and give that a full listen to catch that entire conversation. My midlife friend, for my ending reminder, I'm going to change it up just a little bit. If you're still with me, you know that this is where I usually tell you that if you're 80% fulfilled, you're doing great. And hey, I just told you that. But I'm going to invite you to tell me what percent fulfillment you think you are and why. And I know that can be a personal question. Email me at bernieatmidlifefulfilled.com. And my commitment to you is that it will be a private email dialogue just between us. Hey, I'll see you on the next episode, which is episode 90, featuring Amy Goyer, a caregiving expert with lots of wisdom to share on this topic. I'll see you then.